The Dodge County Executive Law Enforcement Association recently held its banquet. Plaques were given out in a number of different categories, including Law Enforcement Officer of the Year, Correctional Officers of the Year, and Support Person of the Year. One of the highlights was Allison Nordquist receiving the Citizen of the Year Award. Dodge County Sheriff Dale Schmidt says Nordquist was a passenger when her sister, who was driving down Highway 41 near Lamira, started actively seizing and was unconscious. They're going highway speeds down the highway on a Thursday evening in a busy interstate. Nine-year-old child in the back seat. She calls 911, and our sergeant, uh, Sergeant Learned, is able to get her to use the emergency brake and use the steering wheel and steer that car off to the side of the road without getting into a crash and able to uh, get help there to help her sister. Schmidt says if it was not for Allison's quick actions, there may have been a more significant event. The Woodland Fire Department was recognized as Corporate Citizen of the Year. The sheriff says the now disbanded agency donated a large sum of money to support their traffic crash reduction strategy and curb speeding in Dodge County. But they've had funds to give out things to various communities, and they've donated about $30,000 in speed signs, like we've got here in Beaver Dam on some of the poles. $30,000 just gets us six signs that we can put out in that east side of the county to let people know how fast they're going through Woodland, probably in Neosho, working on another location there. Schmidt says Hartford Finishing was also named Corporate Citizen of the Year for helping save taxpayers just over $5,000. The company refurbished push bumpers for the sheriff's office marked squad cars. A full list of the award winners can be found with this news story at DailyDodge.com. A plea and sentencing hearing was scheduled yesterday for a Horicon man charged with failing to return to the Dodge County Jail from a medical appointment. Dodge County Sheriff's officials notified the public on February 20th that Andrew Zerbel, a Hoover inmate, failed to return to the jail from a medical evaluation. The 35-year-old was taken into custody that evening. The plea and sentencing hearing is scheduled for March 20th. Legislation at the Capitol would increase state penalties for participating in a riot. McFarland Police Chief Aaron Chapin is a former UW-Madison officer who says a tougher statute could have helped deal with the past unrest at the Mifflin Street block party. What was overwhelmingly very peaceful gatherings, so not even a protest or demonstration, but gatherings of large amounts of people with some very bad actors that came in with the intent to cause destruction and to create havoc. The bill from State Senator Van Wangard of Racine and Representative John Spiros of Marshfield had an initial public hearing on yesterday. The lawmakers stressed the measure is not written to penalize people involved in peaceful protests. Another bill would define carjackings in state statute. Representative John Spiros of Marshfield is the bill's author. You know, you can go to the news and just bring up carjacking and you're going to see something almost every, every day. It's a scary situation. Alex Elia with the Milwaukee Police Association says there have been 48 carjackings in Milwaukee this year and adds that specifically defining the crime in statute will help police and prosecutors. 
Over 300 employees of Marshfield Clinics are out of a job this week. Specifically, 346 employees have received a pink slip and another 500 some openings will not be filled. A press release from Marshfield Clinic blames high inflation and skyrocketing labor costs for the decision, with officials adding that the move must be made to protect the long-term stability of the health care system. Impacted employees have already been notified and in some cases will be directed to other openings within the company that may suit their skill set. Our inquiries with officials at Marshfield Medical Center Beaver Dam about the layoffs and if they impacted the hospital were not immediately answered. The Beaverdam Fire Department recently staffed the Lake Mills Fire Department so its members could attend a funeral for its chief. Todd Yandre passed away unexpectedly on February 15th following a live fire training. Initial reports indicated that the 40-year department veteran died of a cardiac arrest. Funeral services were held this past Sunday. Beaverdam Fire Chief Michael Wesley says his firefighters had the privilege of staffing the Lake Mills Fire Department so its members could attend Yandre's funeral. Those who staffed the department were Deputy Chief Lee Smith, Firefighter Heather Shoemaker, Firefighter Brennan Bushke, and Firefighter Sam Osborne. The four of them staffed the engine company for a 12-hour shift. Chief Wesley also passed along his department's deepest and most sincere condolences to the family of Todd Yandre and the Lake Mills Fire Department. The Wapan Fire Department recently wrapped its annual ice water rescue training. Kevin Haugen reports. Well, the agency says as the city of Wapan continues to grow, they find that new risks emerge with the growth. They add that they constantly assess the risks within the community and work hard to ensure they have the equipment and training needed to respond when someone is in need of help. During the training, firefighters learned about ice safety. They also covered hypothermia, communications, operations, self-rescue, conscious and unconscious single-person rescues, as well as shoreline support. Officials with the department say they hope they never have to put these skills to use, but they stand ready to respond if that call were ever to happen. They also gave a special thanks to current and past department members, including Joe Barnes, Emily Trutman, and Mike Tuller, who put together and led the training program. And I'm Kevin Haugen reporting for WBEV. Now that Republicans on the legislature's budget committee say flat rate income tax is not in the plans this year, Governor Tony Evers says his proposed 10% tax cut has a better chance. They're going to want to probably make some changes, but uh, I think something similar to what we had in the first uh, budget I had, I think is probably where we're going to end up. The proposed cut would be for people earning less than $100,000 or couples earning less than $150,000. Any such measure must pass the legislature's budget process. UW System President Jay Rothman says the Board of Regents will consider an increase in in-state tuition of approximately 5% for the 2023-24 academic year when it meets later this month. This modest tuition increase will help our universities continue to provide students with a world-class education, produce the talent that Wisconsin's workforce needs to succeed, and spark innovation and vitality in our communities. In-state undergraduate tuition has been frozen in place since 2013. Rothman dropped the news during an informational hearing at the Capitol on Thursday, telling lawmakers he wants to be candid about what the UW system needs. He also said the tuition increase will not cover all of the costs related to inflation. The system will still need to make some cuts. 
There will be a pair of concerts at the Beaverdam Area Community Theater tomorrow. These shows will feature the Bell Winter Band and the Zach Petrini Band as part of the Fire and Ice Concert Series presented by Horicon Phoenix. The Bell Weather Band singer-songwriter Eric Cox says they will be bringing tons of energy and the, quote, bangers. Definitely, you know, make it as much fun as we can and, and give the audience a great experience um, and, you know, walk out hopefully fulfilled and full of uh, positivity and, and passion. Cox also plays the ukulele and guitar in addition to his singing and songwriting duties. The other band that will be playing tomorrow is the Zach Petrini Band. Founder Zach Petrini says the audience will see five dudes giving it their all. We like to like laugh and we don't take ourselves too seriously, so we we tend to sing some uh, some sad songs, but with hope and with some level of catharsis. And uh, we like to tell jokes in between to, to make it fun and light. The Bell Winter Band and the Zach Petrini Band will be hitting the stage in the Camps Auditorium at the Beaverdam Area Community Theater tomorrow night from 7 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. Tickets are $20 and a link to purchase them can be found with this story at DailyDodge.com. I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. Submit your news tips at DailyDodge.com.